As we explore the Word of God now, I want to begin by showing you on the screen a painting by the 20th century artist Pietro Anigoni. And you'll see when the picture comes up that the foreground is full of weary and forlorn people, such as those who came to Jesus. They are the lame, the broken, the defeated, the weary, the grieving, the desperately poor, the helpless and the hopeless. And in the midst is Jesus, caught up in this maelstrom of the harassed and the helpless of the earth. And Jesus stands among them. This crowd are the ones that he has come to bless and to heal. And this scene, which Luke, other than Matthew, Matthew sets the scene on the mountaintop, but Luke sets the scene on the plain, as if it's saying that Jesus is down there among the crowds where the pain and the hurt is. Where Matthew places this as the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus, in Luke's version, is here on the plain at the foot of the mountain. And it echoes the Old Testament covenant laws given to Moses on Mount Sinai. It's as if Jesus standing here is God's new Moses who has come to bring a new deliverance for God's people. Jesus, in this passage, as we hear, has come to bless. And he himself is God's blessing. It's worth us asking today, again, what is a blessing? What does it mean to be blessed? Someone might say, I am so blessed. And that's good. This may well be a testament to all that is good in their life. And it's good to count our blessings. But the danger is, isn't it, that we can associate blessings with what we possess materially, as if we can somehow buy blessings that it's to do with our bank accounts. In other words, The more we own means the more we are blessed by God. But that doesn't seem to be the way of Jesus in his life, which was one of relinquishment, of standing with the poor. Jesus' kingdom turns our thinking upside down. Jesus declares blessedness to those who, in those days, seemed the least blessed of all. The poor and the hungry, those who mourn, the hated and the rejected. So this would indicate that his blessedness has nothing to do with how much we own or our status. 
which is great news for us. And here in this passage, Jesus is spelling out not four ways to be happy, but rather describing the new order, the new priorities of God's kingdom. His blessings are spiritual blessings that come from the inside out. His blessings are spiritual blessings available to all. So what does Jesus say to this crowd and to his disciples? Well, Luke records a balanced set of four blessings and four woes. So let's hear their challenge again for us today with the pictures on the screen. Jesus said, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. We know that the gap between rich and poor today is widening. Extreme inequality must come to an end. That there might be solidarity and fairness in our world so that you haven't got a tiny percent of the world's billionaires holding more than the rest of the world put together. We need to learn to put people before profit. So Jesus' words sound a warning to the world's richest and to any of us who puts money before God. A message for the world's richest, a message for energy companies and oil giants. And then Jesus said, blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. But woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Many things happen to us in our lives that make us weep and bring us hurt. But God comforts us when we turn to him. And then Jesus said, Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Prophets and disciples often live against the flow of the prevailing comment of the day. Jesus could not ignore the distress of his disciples who are persecuted for their faith. And it still happens today with Christians 
reading their Bibles behind bars for their faith. And Jesus says, you're in good company with the ones who were persecuted before you. You are truly blessed. The fellowship of heaven awaits you. That great company of believers will be yours again. As you stand your ground and wait upon the Lord, you'll stand strong in God's kingdom. And then Jesus said, Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Many of our neighbors are just about managing, some having to choose between eating and heating. And it's our ongoing mission to keep on reaching out, standing with the poor in our communities, working for that fair distribution. Here again, Jesus is warning, mind the gap. And Jesus stands in that gap and seeks a kingdom that will close it. And in Matthew's version of the Beatitudes, Jesus adds, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And the events of this week have highlighted the need for peacemaking and diplomacy in our world. Again, the need to close the gap between East and West, to choose peace over bloodshed. And for this, we must all pray earnestly this week. So from the lips of Jesus come these unexpected words, unexpected rewards, and unexpected warnings. I wonder what hits home for you today. What encourages you? What shakes and stirs you and challenges you? How will you respond? In bread and wine soon we come close to God in communion with Jesus Christ. And ultimately, it is when we are united with Jesus, when we stand in his will, that we are truly blessed. And when we are close to Jesus, in his will for us, we are less likely to slip into that place of warning and danger. So let this scene of the past come alive for us again today. Let it become our mission field. The need remains great. The gaps remain wide. So let us stand with Jesus and go from here as his church, blessed to be a blessing to others. This week, let us go down into the valley 
down to the valley, among the crowds, among the need, to reach out, to heal, to bless, to share the good news of the gospel. Amen.